Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So it's just basically, what's her face? Uh, Michelle Keegan and her selling top. <laughs> 20 Minute Tim's flagship episode 316. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm joined by Martin Melly. Yes, and Stone Cold Steve Arbuckle. <laughs> I was going to come. I was going to do the, the whole, the whole goatee and everything, and that is the, where my uh, familiarity with Stone Cold Steve Austin begins and ends. Sadly, oh, I could have won a, a leather waistcoat right yeah. there. and the knee straps. A, a real missed opportunity. I think everyone will agree. I think people were hoping for it. Um, <laughs> oh hell yeah, Stephen! International break is over. Um, this one. Lasted an age. Oh, it did. It did. Tedious stuff, wasn't it? It's so terrible. I'm. I'm. I mean, I, I know this is not the thing to say, right, on a on a Celtic podcast, but we've been doing this for a while, and I feel like we can sort of get away with it. You know, we can basically say whatever we want. We are the opinion setters, but I am so fed up of international. For every time I turn on my telly, Melly, it's Scotland v Israel, Scotland v Ukraine, or Scotland v Ireland. I, mean, I, I, I am can. No, my geography's not too much. By I'm absolutely convinced there's more countries in the world than that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't really complain because Scotland managed to do well this yeah. time, but because Celtic coming off the back of the St Mirren game, you're just choking to get the games back. But that's us, 13 games, well, 12 games now, right until the World Cup starts, so it's full throttle for the hoops. Full throttle, Stephen. There was a number of players on the international duty. You had your Matt O'Reilly's. What? You had your Leila Badders. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go through the whole list? <laughs> that, that'll do. That'll that'll do. do. You, you, get, you get the gist of we it. We could go on. Yeah, yeah, there'll be plenty of Stone Cold Steve. Austin, eh? well, we've only got one game having been played this week either so we really probably could have padded out the time the, <laughs> yeah. the timeline for the run, bit the, run, yeah. the run time for that there was only one game this week Melly it was Motherwell I think you said I was actually shocked did you say it was 25 days the last time between two Celtic both home games yeah yes since we last played at Celtic Park and Motherwell I felt like ages done that no, it I did uh, it's just been away games postponed games and all that but Motherwell coming to town, expected Celtic to open a can of whoop ass. Didn't quite happen that way. It was one of those games. But me and Stephen were speaking about it after the game. And it wasn't great to watch. But mm. Celtic still created plenty of chances. But I just had a wee look back the day at last season. I think Celtic had 10 league games last season where they won by the odd goal. So every season's littered with games like this. It's just, it's no very pretty when you're sitting there watching it. But like a year ago today, we won our first away game. 
a year ago, last week, a couple of weeks ago, we drew one each with Dundee United at home. Now, when we're not playing as well, we're still winning these games at home. So it's a bit better than last season, but still created plenty of chances. Just need to be more clinical, lads. I, I think, Stephen, people were just itching for Celtic to get back to winning aye, ways, aye. weren't we? Yeah, I think so. And for various reasons, the games haven't been on for international reasons and other reasons. Mm. I'm just surprised. I'm glad that these games went ahead after the, the events of the week, but it's what Coolio would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. so there's no way he would have wanted that game to be called off. The padding can be a picture. Uh, <laughs> the dreadlocks is amazing. Yeah, absolutely tremendous. We did that for the big man. Rest in power, Coolio. <laughs> that was for you. The ground to mm. a victory over Motherwell, and it's what he would have wanted. Did we wear black armbands? I can't remember. No, I can't no, remember. That's no. a it's shameful disrespect. <laughs> um, I think all eyes mainly were on the were on the lineup because people are starting to notice form. People are starting to notice player performances. People are starting to have a wee bit of grumble about players appearing in the starting lineup. There's a lot of concern about. Carter Vickers not being about and that central defence pairing it's people aren't confident about that no they're not and the, the, look, it's just having that St Mirren game being the last game and not having that usual midweek game mm. straight away to get back into it it's lay about and it's sort of you do worry about it because Cameron Va- Carter Vickers is a huge mm. miss for no, I nearly Cameron said far Vickers I thank old, goodness he didn't <laughs> no, no one would have known <laughs> nearly did the old Rangers line up there the way they say it but um, it is a, a, a concern I don't think in this game a concern was any of their defending I don't think Motherwell created anything as we've seen by their goal but it's, it's the passing and the build-up play that's not mm. great. Like, uh, Stephen Welsh is fast becoming the whipping boy at Celtic now that Mikey Johnson's away. And look, he p- played a couple of passes out, a couple of bad passes, but I thought Jens was just as bad, if not worse, at doing it. The the build-up's not as good without with the, mm. those two in the team as it is with Carter Vickers and Starfelt. But Carter Vickers is just brilliant, so we're never going to be able to replace that. It's just hopeful he's back for midweek because I think we will struggle away from home. You're going to hear us talk a lot in this podcast about Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 20minutetims and that's where you can get extra podcasts and videos from us. And with Celtic back and a lot of fixtures coming up, there's a lot of stuff on Patreon. Match reactions, scout reports, the Breakfast of Champions, which is a midweek kind of, we catch the midweek Celtic news. We've got that coming up. There's so much on there. So patreon.com slash 20minutetims if you want to check that out. Stephen, you, I remember you saying, or it might be Melee, but you were both agreeing anyway, and I agree with you as well, more importantly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you, you, you can't just expect Celtic to have, like, okay, Carter Vickers is injured, just bring in another Carter Vickers, like we're just machining Terminators here, you know, yeah. we just bring another one out the forge. It's You're going to get that inevitable dip in quality. Every team gets it. Yeah, and Cameron Carter Vickers is a, is a unique case. He's a, a potential player of the year. He was an official 20 minute tennis yeah. player of the mm-hmm. year last year. But he's one of the most expensive defenders in Celtic's history. I think maybe even just short of Julian, he's probably the second most expensive mm-hmm. defender in Celtic's history. Now, the only reason I'm saying that is because, you know, just to highlight the fact that it's not easy to go out and find a guy of that quality unless you go and pay for it. And the idea that Celtic can just have a squad littered with six and a half, seven million pound mm-hmm. defenders is a bit fanciful, really. So we need to kind of supplement these guys with the best suited players we can get. Now, that's a separate issue for me because... I think with the performance of Welsh and Jens, again, I, I, they're not bad players. They're not bad players, but I think you lose an awful lot from the build-up, mm. as Melly's already just said, the, the ability, the, the speed of the team. And I was thinking that 
this is surely further proof, if it were needed at all, that Celtic do not need and are not crying out for big no-nonsense defenders. It no. just doesn't work no. at all. What we need is guys like Cameron Carter-Vickers who can play a bit of football. I've already said it's easier said than done to just go out and recruit these guys. Certainly multiple versions of it, that's very, very difficult. But I think what we saw was that Celtic really struggled to play without those guys. And Starfield deserves uh, mention as well. And I was listening to Sports Sound for my sins. I don't know why do do this to you. It's certainly not for my psychological well-being, that's, <laughs> what, that's for sure. And someone said, I'm sure it was that Daryl Broadfoot guy, who mm. he said... Starfield had a bad first year at Celtic and I'm like hold on they just pick these opinions up off of other people that are the, wrong don't the they absolute dictionary definition of hashtag just saying stuff yeah. because they just say it and no one corrects them or anything but then he, he sort of caveated it by saying yeah but he was he was good as part of a partnership you can't have those two things you can't have it was terrible but it was part of it was kind of good as part of a partnership see while we're on the subject of BBC coverage what is sports scene goals plus <laughs> because it's it seems to me like a cut down version of sports <laughs> that's exactly so, what it is yeah. minus I, I want to know what the minus I, I don't know why they've called it sports scene goals plus because it's just sports scene cut down so it's, le it's less it's a lot of pish Aye, they're scaling back they've rebadged it you fool <laughs> like, goals plus quite literally means goals and a little bit of chat afterwards yeah. that's it there's no analysis anymore absolutely unbelievable and uh, just while I'm on the subject so I don't have to bring it up again they asked the Motherwell manager after the game do you feel vindicated that it took a real Hitati wonder strike to separate the two sides and I thought the Motherwell manager's only in this game because we scored an OG <laughs> what are you asking that ridiculous question for but Melly you wanted to come in I just when Stephen was talking there it does make a difference having those two guys out because We've seen it a lot this season that teams are sort of sticking a man on Cal McGregor because he is the main man that starts things for Celtic. Mm. So if somebody's man marking him, it's more difficult to find him, although he does find space a lot of time. But that's when you need your centre-halves. And look, Celtic centre-halves have the ball a lot. And it was into the second half, it was very noticeable because Celtic weren't ahead at this point and the crowd were maybe a bit, a bit worried about how the game was going because we hadn't scored that goal. And that's when the passes started right. to go uh, astray for Celtic. Mm. And it wasn't just, like we were saying after the game, like the game was summed up by Rio Hitati scoring a wonder goal, but getting sent off for uh, potentially... Getting, getting uh, Cal McGregor Sorry, getting Cal McGregor sent off for potentially causing a goal. And Juranovic scoring an OG and look, probably one of the best players in the park. So you can see why like, it was just a wee bit disjointed from Celtic because that international break but I think the, the centre half thing is quite a big thing it's, I don't think they're either bad players but just not very confident right now they don't look mm -hmm. very confident right now and I think the, the crowd everything about the game it just played on them and Look, we need we need better from them. To be I, I think as far as their level goes, I think when you look at the St Mirren game, Stephen, I think it's fair enough to say that, that they didn't perform well. Welsh is pretty bad, but there's a difference between having a bad game and just being bad players. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they need to step up because they're going to be relied upon, especially Jens. I mean, yeah. Jens was brought in in the summer for this specific reason. I think he's expecting, he's here expecting to play football. So when uh, they're called upon, I think they're fine for the league. Uh, it's when we're looking at these European games, it, it sort of sends a shiver down my spine a wee bit. Well, we're going to come on to the, the Leipzig game that's coming up a wee bit later on we'll go into a little bit more detail but now that you've you've brought that up I would say that this game almost entirely depends on whether we can get certain players back fit in yeah. time now we mm. record this on the Monday ahead of the game on Wednesday of course but I'm looking at it and I'm not being 
I'm not being crazy enough or silly enough to say that it had either is Cameron Carter Vickers plays in Celtic win mm. or he doesn't play in Celtic lose. I think it would be more difficult than that. But I would probably go as far to say that if Welsh and Yens play at the centre back at the centre of the defence, I think we'll really badly struggle. And I think we'll yeah. concede multiple goals, to be honest. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky. Another pairing that people are looking at mainly is is Maeda. Now, there's been a couple of weeks we actually first started talking about it a couple of weeks ago that people are looking at Maeda going, oh, we're not we're not too sure about this guy, we're not too sure about his contract contribution you sort of wanted to play it out a wee bit because it was very early in the season but I think people are now looking at him going can Haxabanovic take the place off him is it time for a bad at the start of games I, d- I don't know it's a difficult one because uh, right from the start of the game I was right, right Motherwell at home this is a game where you can do something and very first couple of minutes he goes past cuts a ball back and Jota hits it straight at the keeper mm. if Jota scores that, that that's an assist when the mm, first couple yeah. of minutes and it could change how he feels about the game don't think he was bad I don't think he was good either I can't really say that for any Celtic player to be honest but when you put it in the context of the season, he is lacking a wee bit, but he's still picked ahead of Abada, who he's got a couple of goals against Rangers, but has he performed mm. in many games? Haksabanovic has been in, had to go off as a sub, got injured for Montenegro during the week, comes back to Celtic. So that right-hand side spot is wide open for MD who wants to go and take it, but we don't really have a taker right now. I don't think, Stephen, I, I don't think Maeda's had this massive drop-off in form that people yeah. seem to think he had. I don't know if people are maybe overplaying how good they think he was when he first came onto the scene yeah, and yeah. then they're sort of comparing him to this false image of himself. I mean, he's not definitely not as good as he was. His contribution's not as great because when he first burst on, you look at this guy closing down. He's like a Tasmanian devil up there. Do you know what I mean? But... He's, he's been, he has been poor and he, he obviously had the misses in the Real Madrid game and you just sort of judge him on that a wee bit but he's not had this massive drop-off that people are accusing him of I think it's just goals I think like goals change perceptions massively I, I think he came in halfway through last season and got quite a lot of goals towards the end of last mm. season he maybe get eight or nine towards you know towards the end mm. he was overshadowed by guys like Abada and Kyogo for obvious reasons Jackie Mack has scored massive mm. amounts of goals so he maybe kind of went under the radar a wee bit with that even though he was contributing, but he hasn't really been, he hasn't really found his, his scoring touch this season so far. And then, if you if he's not scoring goals, you're really looking for him to dis- be displaying a lot of technical creative ability yeah. because that's kind of what we normally get from Celtic wingers. He is forced onto the right side, which I'm not sure, I'm not really convinced he's suited to. But that's simply because Jota has to play on the left because we lose so much when he comes off that side. Jota's mm. well, by far our best left winger. So Maida kind of gets shoehorned into the team. What I would say about the calls for other players to play is that, is that there's nothing really new about that. I mean, my entire life, when Celtic aren't playing particularly well, if they're getting bad results, which the St Mirren one yeah. undoubtedly was, but even if they're just struggling to okay results, which the, the Motherwell um, the Motherwell game was, everybody starts kind of looking around, thinking, right, well, who can, who else could be doing this? Right, it's always the guys who aren't playing who suddenly get start yeah. get called upon. And the the reason I'm I'm thinking that way with Maida is that Maida is the guy in the firing line just now. He has been selected, but I can't help but wonder if Haksabanovic or Abada or Forrest or as unlikely as that is, if any of those guys were playing as much as Maida currently is. maybe it'd be different but I think people would be getting their deficiencies shown up to them on a weekly basis I'm not calling any of those players bad or anything right but Ange isn't picking Maida he bams up right he's he's obviously seen 
some merit in picking him over the guys that everyone else thinks should be playing. Now, I'm not doing that just on oh, Ange knows best stuff. He clearly does, right? Mm. But for the sake of debate, I'm, I'm not just saying, well, what he says goes and there's no sense in talking about it. But I just wonder if, if Abada was playing as much as Maida is, yeah, he would probably be getting the odd goal here and there. But if that drops off, because like, that's happened with Abada before We've had as the well. conversations with yeah. about Abada. Abada scored a lot of goals last season, but dipped off massively mm. after after kind of Christmas, January time. A young player's going to do that. But once the goals start coming away from Abada's game, his deficiencies start to show up. And I think that might be happening with Abada just now as well. I can only speculate because he's not the guy currently playing. But I just, it's one of those, again, it's, it's very Celtic. It's probably just football fans' way, but it's like everybody's like, oh, maybe Ralston should play. Maybe, mm. like, And then you're like, well, these guys played against St. Mirren as well. So it's we, we need to kind of take a bigger picture uh, approach as well as. You'll be fair about the games we've just watched as well. I think as well, Melly, my players are known form. It's dead easy just to go, right, drop him and bring someone else in, right? Someone else needs to be Aye. play. But there is the option that you can try and let him play through it. Yeah, there is that. And oh, I forgot about they got a hat trick against Dundee United, <laughs> didn't they? So he's got, he has got a lot of goals. But like, Maeda, I said to Stephen as well, I think it's just a case of one goal and he'll be fine. It's mm. just the guy works incredibly hard, even though nothing, sometimes things don't come off for him. He's always going to cause havoc just by the pressing, the sheer pace of the guy. Winning, like there was a point where the Motherwell left back got it, and he was miles away, and he gets over and blocks the guy, and it goes out for a, uh, yeah. a throw in for Motherwell. So these wee things that stop the pressure going on to Celtic that you don't maybe don't think about. This is what he brings to the team, but he just needs one to go in or an assist, and it's just like it's big, big chances he's missed against Shakhtar and. Real Madrid it's not the end of the world mm. but it's just maybe because Celtic haven't been well, that was the one win in four games it's not been <laughs> great despite Real Madrid mm. and Shakhtar being in there but like, four games ago we were pump Rangers 4-0 yeah. so it's, it's nothing major A final thing I would say about Maida and his, his form is that it is fine margins we're dealing with here because when, see when I picture Maida scoring goals they are those the types of chances he has just not quite getting on the end of just now. You you think about the Shakhtar one where he just slid in and yeah. didn't quite get his foot on it. Those are the type of goals he, he scores. Guys uh, coming in at the back post and bundling over the line yeah. or getting headers right on the goal line or in that. So I think all it will take is for one to go in and maybe we'll get a run of him. But it, it's just that the fine margin where some of these were going in last season and they're not this for whatever reason. Even thinking about how he's bad form right now, like... I'd probably still start him against Leipzig mm. just because of everything he does. I mean, a bad, uh, I like him, he can score you goals, but in these sorts of games, I think you need a bit more than that. Goals, aye, they're great, but <laughs> obviously, but it's just the, Maeda brings so much more to the team, especially away games in Leipzig, and Haksabanovic, I think, will become the main man in there alongside Jota, but he's just not got the fitness to be probably mm. starting in Germany or you know you're going to have to take him off so I'd probably still start my either would you think I think there's a nervousness I think the whole thing is a nervousness about missing chances isn't it because yeah, we do yeah. pass up a lot of chances and I think yeah. it's starting to make us a wee bit nervous and then when people aren't putting them in you go god right well maybe a bad I could have scored that or, and you're starting to pick these players out and I think and I, th I also think as well like I said at the beginning I think there's a bit of just inflated people thinking uh, maybe giving him a wee bit more thinking he's another Kyogo or something they're not the same player he didn't he, he's not that bust onto the scene this amazing player and all of a sudden he's had a, a massive downturn in form the whole team you could probably argue has had a bit of a downturn in form and, and Maeda's part of that Aye we've had something of a going into this quite tough game of course this midweek we've had something of a 
wake up call may be pushing it right but mm. we have lost to St Mirren we've had a, a sluggish but effective eventually game against Motherwell so we're not quite on the high that we were after having beaten Rangers and then there was mm. the, the cancellations in international football so if that they can, the air has come out of that balloon a little bit and we're now we're looking around and we're finding deficiencies here and there we're finding wee problems that we didn't know existed where we were beating Rangers 4-0 and putting in good showings against Real Madrid so Aye, but just we need to relax a wee bit. It's still a good team. We are going to have dips like this. It's, it's just it's one of those games that you get every season, mm. and it will get as I, as I said on our, at the match podcast immediately after it. it. It's the kind of thing that will get ten seconds on the DVD of the season. Yeah. It'll be mainly Hatati's goal that that'll be shown for ages, and nothing else will be remembered about that game apart from maybe one or two Aye, hilarious we, moments. We will win. <laughs> 10 or maybe a dozen games this season by one goal yeah yeah you know it'll, it'll probably feed into one of those statistics aye two goals in this three goals but from Celtic players in this game but two goals I mean <laughs> The, the Kyogo goal, I suppose you could maybe argue, Melly, that it was it was all right. Was that would have been O'Reilly's first goal of the season? Am I correct in saying uh, that? Celtic, if, yeah. if, uh, if he'd let it go in? Yeah, it would have been the first for Celtic. It was, I think it was going in, but you need to make sure of those, don't mm, you? Well, you do. As that. a striker, a yard out, take <laughs> it. You need to take it every time. But O'Reilly, it was a no his best game, well, one of his poorest mm, games. Yeah. I've actually seen him for, uh, for Celtic, but looking at a lot of the players that didn't perform great they were the guys that were on international duty weren't they so this maybe travelling all that is coming into play I mean Cal McGregor played all three of the games for Scotland yeah. come on man <laughs> but it's just it just seems to be a bit stop start for Celtic recently mm. playing well game gets postponed not playing well in a game and then international break come back here get the victory but look it's a victory we move on I think if Celtic had scored some of the chances they created mm. this Despite it not being a good performance at all, we still created loads of good chances. I mean, Kyogo had a couple. Yeah, Jota should have scored that header that came off the the post from the Hatati shot. I think. Yeah, I'm not sure he was offside for that. Mm. He did another one. He done a lovely turn and spin, and yeah. the defender just got a touch away. Jota missed a great chance from that Maeda one. Juranovic hit the bar when are we going to score a free kick lads come on <laughs> yeah, no. uh, so there was plenty of chances we just didn't take them again and look it'll no worry yet but if we start to keep creating these chances that we're, we're missing you, this is what's going to cost us in Europe we need to be more clinical S Stephen who's to blame for the own goal? <laughs> uh, How I, are you putting it on? I, I think it's heart to I be honest heart, I, I, I think it's heart because Juranovic is obviously the guy who puts over the line with his chest but how much should you really be generating enough power in a chest back to the keeper that it beats the keeper? I've watched it back now and it, I don't know, to be honest, I, I can't really work out where it is Joe Hart is going when he runs past the ball that has been chested back to him. I can't really work out if he's... It's just a, a miscommunication, of course it is. If, if Joe Hart's looking to claim that ball, then really he should be doing better than that because it's... It's very obvious that Juranovic is going to chest it yeah. or head it or something. So I don't know why Joe Hart runs past him like that. He needs that, to be so. more commanded, doesn't he? He needs ah, to come yeah. off his line, shouting Juranovic's ear, let him know that he's come to claim yeah. it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a split second one, but you know, why are you running out so far? You were never yeah. getting it, Joe yeah. Hart. Uh, Juranovic, it's a tough one. It comes over. Are you going to be able to shout, I'm going to chest it back to you? I don't think so. So a guy of Joe Hart's experience should know that. Just a wee... But maybe it's just because he wants to grab the ball and start the play quickly, yeah. but like Celtic do. But just one of those ones that goes in, and you're like, that's a bit stupid, isn't it? But Motherwell, that was the only in in that game up to that point. They hadn't created yeah. anything again. Celtic hadn't given up any chances. It was just a cross into the box and Celtic were the masters of their own downfall. But you'd think after that, usually Celtic 
you just go right at it from there but it just didn't quite work out like that I was trying to think back when was the last time Celtic scored an OG can you remember I could not remember I didn't, I didn't want to Google it I thought I would just spring it on you to see if you could remember Cal McGregor scored one against Rangers I was going to say I, can't admit, I feel like that's, that's sitting on the, the, the back of my brain somewhere I'll do that I'll take that that's probably it um, <laughs> let us know in the comments if that's incorrect or correct um, I think we saw all of Rayo Hatati in this game we saw the wonderful and we saw the misplaced passes and he, just before he scored they had a good chance a similar chance similar shot it came right off the bar oh, I forgot about that uh, yeah and Kyogo sort of missed the header but the 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 corner was obviously something we were working on because Stevie Hamill said after the game that he told the team all about it um, <laughs> uh, very good you know yeah. <laughs> before the game they were watching out for it but that was sublime it was very simple the corner wasn't mm. it it wasn't even disguised or anything just missed out the first guy and uh, it just, just passed it straight to Hattati had, had, had loads of time as well mm. to steady himself he had two or three touches before or at least two touches before launching it an absolutely great goal fitting that we got that level of goal to win that game because it was a, a bit of a turgid occasion yeah. and we were we were robbed of a couple of potentially great goals as well with the aforementioned Juranovic hitting the bar and Rio Hattati hitting the post so it was nice to get a little bit of genuine quality for that game or else that the comment I made about the 10 seconds on the DVD we wouldn't even get that it would have been <laughs> literally just an own goal and a <laughs> comical sending off <laughs> towards the end but uh, yeah, Hattati such an odd player, right? He's, he's such a strange player, so so talented, but it has these has these wee moments mm. in him which we're just about to come on to. But there's no taking it away from him. He can fair put his laces through it when he when he wants to. That's I feel like all of his goals for Celtic so far have been absolute crackers. When you think about Hearts and Rangers and there are others. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Etc. <laughs> yeah, it was an absolute peach. It sort of eased everything because well. Again, Celtic weren't creating too much. You just felt, look, if we get a goal, we'll win the game because mm. look, Motherwell, even though they'll, they'll just punt balls in, but it didn't look like they were going to create anything until Hattati created something for them. Mm. And it's just, look, that's what you're going to get with them and see if that's the payoff sometimes. I'll accept that because more often than not, it's sublime. And look, he's not done anything to cost us any points yet, but that, that pass inside was... A blind pass. It was so silly, and it's a big wake up call for him. Mm. I don't think he'll try make that mistake again. So he'll learn from it. He seems like quite an inexperienced player. But you touched on something just before we sat down to record that what, he's twenty five this season. But this is only Next his month, yeah. third season of professional football. Yeah, and said that after the game, said he was in the. Was, oh, sorry, I credited you with that observation. Yeah, he, was, he was at uni till he was twenty two, basically. Mm. So he came through that kind a of, lot of Japanese. Yeah, there, it's yeah. kind of college system of, of football. He's only been. A professional for I think this is his third season that I said so including half of well half of that at Celtic so it's really quite incredible to think he's gotten to this level so early mm. now he's not a young player but in terms of his experience he basically is I mean yeah. he is in terms of his professional football experience he'd be the equivalent of like a maybe an eighteen year old or something mm. like that in Scotland because you know we basically just do it straight for school here so it is. It's one of those ones. It's probably weird that his his experience level will meet up exactly with his athletic peak now. It's like he'll, he'll hit twenty eight and he'll be an absolutely unstoppable force. <laughs> but he isn't a young player. It's it's, mm. it's really an odd case. Maybe similar to the, the likes of Cameron Carter Vickers in terms of professional experience. But Cameron as well, yeah. yeah but, but these guys have come through like professional, yeah. like big club academies, Spurs and Benfica. And Carter Vickers spent a lot of time on loan in yeah, different yeah, places yeah. as well. They, they've all done. They've all done their apprenticeships. Mm. Basically, they've all come through the hard yards and all that, and basically earned their their right to be at this level. Hadati's just appeared at this level because he's such a good footballer. Mm. And, 
I suppose were kind of willing, as Melis did, to take the kind of yeah. this the rough with the sublime. Um, but he needs to tighten that up a wee bit. I, I'm I'm sure he will. That he can only get better in this team because we know what a good player he is. It's just that kind of ironing out these things. He he knows it as well. From our seat, from where Mel and I sit, basically right on the halfway line. I saw him going up the tunnel, mm-hmm. and he was angry with himself. He was like pulling his like kind of jersey over his head, and he punched the wall in the most polite manner possible. He'll <laughs> <laughs> punch until you get close to enemy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he, he probably apologised to the wall <laughs> shortly afterwards. So he knows he needs to do better than that and I'm sure he will it's, I'm so, it's coming for him you know McGregor was fuming and to be honest I was I was good one to see McGregor was angry and it was good to see that he took the foul like that yeah. he, 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 it was the right thing to do oh 100% yeah. obviously it's identical to James Sands a yes. couple of weeks ago in the Rangers game that got shrugged off Cal McGregor gets the straight red yeah, yeah Sands didn't even get a second yellow card McGregor goes off but yeah. I don't think there's much arguing with it that Welsh was there, but it was too no far away. No either side. I mean, there's no. It's probably it probably as a sending off, but I'm so happy Callum McGregor did it. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah, to do. it had to be done. Captain take, takes it one for the mm. team, and looking at at the game, you maybe be distorted by their view and all that but seeing it that the replays back it's a definite red card if mm. the, the brogue was on the other foot as we say <laughs> it, I'd be screaming for it with Celtic and it was a big chance because look while we were creating chances if Motherwell had equalised at that point you're really struggling there because Celtic had made a lot of subs and it just wasn't looking like it was going to be one of those days we'd get three or four goals so had to do it. It's just unfortunate he'll be suspended for a game, but it is St. Johnson away and bringing on Abelgard. Maybe we'll see him next week. It was funny to see the various stages of uh, denial with the red card as well, mm. because obviously at the ground and all Celtic fans watching will immediately leap to, oh, that's harsh. That's ridiculous. That's never a sending off. Stephen Welsh is the covering player and all that. And then mm. you see it back and you're like, oh, well, maybe. maybe. But then the, the stage after that is, oh, he couldn't wait to get the card out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, couldn't yeah. wait to get the card out. I know it was the correct decision but the speed at which you <laughs> produced that correct decision reveals you as a Masonic it's, it's true though sometimes sometimes they do get the card out awful quick it's like it's, it's like in the it's, the, it's between it's, their fingers before the tackle's uh, even made it's one of those old football cliches like the, the referee's having a long look at that a long look at what has already happened <laughs> yeah. the, the length of time that you look at an, an incident is not going to make it any more clear for you it, it has already happened <laughs> you know Cal McGregor does this thing when he's frustrated he's sort of Makes like a spinning motion with his fingers, with his uh, hands. Yeah. He does, th- he does that, and as soon as he gets sent off, he just immediately shut up and went like that. And it's like f- he was fuming about it. He's like, Fucking come on, why am I having to make this tackle? <laughs> and he was, and he was right. I think they gave Greg Taylor the armband when he went off. Oh, didn't, didn't he? I saw didn't it. He? I'm oh, sure it was him. I'm sure it was him. I saw him towards Joe Hart, but I thought maybe I thought he maybe gave it to Joe Hart. So I mean, we needed to win. We needed to get back onto winning ways. That Motherwell, that um, St Mirren result. I just. The more you think about it, it's like an anomaly. Yeah, it's yeah. like a parallel universe. Yeah. That, that. Very frustrating, very frustrating. Because going to the game, we just heard that Rangers had won 4-0 and you're like, five-point cushion would have been absolutely glorious now. But them going top of the league before we go there adds to the sort of anxiety of Celtic drawing one each mm. going into the second half. But we got the job done. It wasn't pretty, but I think now we'll start to build momentum with these runner games coming up because I'm really looking forward to this now. We've got plenty of games, plenty of big games and Champions League, baby. It's a good word to use momentum as well because it wasn't a good game. It wasn't a good performance. There's no getting away from it, but we did get the win. But I think I would feel worse about a performance like that. Well, not only if we didn't win, right? Obviously, mm. that's, that's obvious. But if that had come at the end of a period of flying like, like we were early in the season but it's just it's come along 
during a period that I would probably expect Celtic not to really be clicking. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There hasn't been a lot of momentum. We haven't really got the ball rolling. There was the international break right after a really unexpected defeat. So it's fine. It's it's absolutely fine. There was a wee bit of, wee bit of disappointment with the game. Online, people are panicking. Again, as I said earlier, looking for the, all the guys who didn't play to come yeah. in and replace all these duds. But I think it's it's just another one of those games that you, you need to get out of the way during the season and move on. That, that was it. the most important thing. You needed to get the, yeah. the same result away and we need to get back onto winning ways. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Stephen, Michael Myers sure is scary. But the last thing you need to be is hairy this Halloween. Luckily, our friends at Manscaped have launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Turn your bite-sized treat into king-sized candy and join six million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. Jamie, do you know what I used to do before Manscaped came along? Broken bottles. Scissors and or sometimes fire. It, it simply doesn't work, so thanks to Manscaped for finally coming along. Have you ever tried to trim your balls and it turned into a Freddy Krueger film? Well, luckily, Manscaped is here to save the day and make sure you're feeling your best in your costume. Unlock your confidence with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items. They've made it easy for you to upgrade your grooming routine. It's a full moon out and the werewolf in your pants is howling. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to tackle that problem with a lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off of free shipping with the code TIMS at Manscaped. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS, T-I-M-S, at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Next up for Celtic, 
Leipzig and Melee. It's about time we made an impact in this competition. I don't, that being said, it's going to be a tricky old tie. <laughs> well, it sure is. Uh, they seem to have hit form right, uh, right around the right time for us, unfortunately. It's going to be a difficult game, I think, even if Leipzig weren't in form. I think it's going to be a tough tie. They have great players, but they're not a great team mm. by the looks of it. But you just worry then, is this the game they're really going to click? Because they've got so many good players, they really can't. Teams are watching most of their players. And look, down to Celtic, we asked them to go out and make a mark in this competition to progress in second place. I think we're going to need to take something from this game to have any chance of progress at all. Probably need at least a point here. Mm. The Shakhtar game, like the St Mirren game, I don't want to look back at that and go, ah, see if we had just won that game. But I think no matter what, this game is going to be difficult to ask Celtic to go away to Germany and get a victory at any point, no matter if Celtic are terrible or flying is going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, but do you know what? I'm looking forward to it because I know how exactly how Celtic are going to play. And if we go out and play how we can, we've got a chance. It's, I mean, Melly's right, and we know how Celtic are going to play, we know how we're going to approach this game, but we've been saying all throughout this tournament, Stephen, we don't want to be one of these teams that go up and go, we're going to take our style on the road, we're going to test it against the best and then come up short. And the fact is, I think Melly's right, I think we need to take something for this game if we want to progress. Yeah, I think so. Like, we're fast running out of games now yeah. as well. Remarkably, we, you turn around, you, you, the blink of an eye, we've already played three games after this week and we're halfway through the group stage and one of those games that's remaining is going to the Bernabeu. So I don't know if we can necessarily plan for many mm. points in that one. So I need to start picking up points here. It is going to be very, very points difficult. points are bust? Because, I mean, if we don't win this game... You, as you see, you can probably realistically write off the Bernabeu. So we're sitting on one point with Leipzig come to Celtic Park and Shakhtar come to Celtic Park. If Real Madrid keep winning, we should be all right. But mm. it's just you, doubt of that, isn't it? You kind of want to win your home games there. Oh, yeah. but... I think we're still in a decent position. Yeah. Funnily enough, because of Real Madrid's form, the, the only known our luck though, we end up Real Madrid will just drop a weird result and yeah. lose a game or something and it'll throw it and the whole thing into turmoil. But we're still in a decent position as it stands, even if we don't do great against Leipzig I think that winning the two home games as long as it, we put ourselves in a decent position as well where we're going to win both head-to-heads mm. against these teams as well we're, we're looking alright just now this game at hand though I think it is going to be difficult uh, I gave a little preview earlier on check the record bud <laughs> I, I might have mentioned it earlier <laughs> but I think uh, if you know, I might not have been as harsh earlier on, but we're loosened up now. If Welsh and Jens play at the back, I think we're going to have like quite badly struggle. To be mm. honest, I think they they do. I understand. I completely understand the the reservations around those players because I share them. I'm not going to sit here and like tell everybody come down. Oh, they're mm. they're, I was, they're better than you think they are. They're, no, I, I think they are a little bit dodgy just now, and that's. Uh, Again, that that's understandable because not many teams could afford to lose the quality of Cameron Carter Vickers and Starfelt and still be able to play the same way. We could say that we'll go into this Leipzig game playing the same way as we do. Mm. But something you said, uh, Jamie, about the St Mirren game is that if you change so much about the team, can you really necessarily say it is still the same approach? Mm. Because if you've replaced the players who play that way with players who can't really do it, you know, is that necessarily yeah. the same thing? And I would tend to think that way about this game as well, given what we've seen about Jens and Welsh's ability to play out from the back and start Celtic's attacks quickly. I don't think that either of them are very good at it. So with that in mind, I don't know if we necessarily will see all that Celtic air performance if the two of those get... No, I'll leave aside the possibility that Cameron Carter-Vickers 
by God, that's Cameron Carter-Vickers music yeah. and he comes in, right? Because that really is going to be one of those occasions where we're all looking at the lineup. Yeah. Like, as soon as that drops, we're all going to be sharing it in group chats and all that, hoping that Cameron Carter-Vickers is in there. I mean, I, get, I don't want to place the, the whole result on that guy's yeah. broad, broad shoulders. Massive. But I think it's of utmost importance that he plays this game because we're going to struggle without him. See, if we don't have Carter-Vickers, maybe if we do, Mayle, do you think we'll see Abelgard come in, maybe play a double pivot with McGregor? You think he might switch mm. to that? Uh, I mean, Abelgard's here for a reason. Yeah, no, I don't. I think he'll be next weekend. We'll see him just mm. because look, if your defence is, isn't is as great as you want it to be, I think Andrew more look great. I want the front line to be best. And I think O'Reilly, Hitati, McGregor is... Celtic's best midfield mm. so just go with that and we can have two wingers and uh, Kyogo Jota and whichever one we go on the right hand side but I think that midfield I just think that's where we can win the game rather than a double pivots where we might not lose the game so I think Angel target that and look this game kind of think it's pivotal but at the same time I don't because if we are going to say right we need to win a two two home games mm. as Leipzig and Shakhtar Leipzig and Shakhtar will be thinking the exact same thing. Shakhtar have already dropped points against us in one of their mm. home games and they've got another one against Real Madrid so they're going to need to beat Real Madrid at home. Leipzig have already lost away to Shakhtar. We've got a point there so I think this group's going to be very, very tight and any point is going to be really precious, especially if they're away from home. So a point away from home here would be a great result for me but if we don't, I don't think it's the end of the world because I think with just how tight it is, seven points might be enough for us. I just wanted to... Well, there's two things I want to happen. I want the, the Leipzig that Rangers played last season. To <laughs> oh, yes, please. Because they yeah. were absolutely garbage. <laughs> so that, that, it would be great yeah. to do that. But I want, us, I want us to pull one of these results at the bag, Stephen. I want us to go somewhere and have the eyes of football look at us and go, much like, I hate admitting it, but people did with Rangers last season when they beat like Dortmund and they beat Leipzig. I want football commentators out with Scotland to, to to look at Celtic and go by the way Celtic did a job in Leipzig there but nice the Scottish ones done it and all ah you never yeah. get that <laughs> well yeah again result and performance are, are sort of different they're sort of separate aspects of this as well because what we came away from the Shakhtar game thinking was yeah it's great a point mm. we got a good point away in the Champions League but we should have won that game so 100% again context is really important here we might be sitting ruin it this time mm. next week as well not being able to get the result despite the fact sitting here right now saying you know, if we drew 1-1 one, one or something like that away in Leipzig well, that's, a, that's yeah. a great it just depends how, how it plays out the Leipzig against Rangers uh, given it's basically the only attention I've paid to Leipzig since we last played them however many years ago that was I had to scoff when I saw that uh, Nkunku has been linked strongly with a, yeah. a pre-agreement with Chelsea in the last uh, the last hours really a uh, big move to Chelsea and I thought why he was, why are they signing that dud he was awful <laughs> he disappointing was, against Rangers it, it, it was absolutely awful against <laughs> against Rangers listen we've got lots coming up for, for the Leipzig game we have got a scouting podcast that will be dropping on Patreon where we've had Euroscout Alex Barker have a look at Leipzig we'll be talking about how their approach to the game is going to affect Celtic how we might get something out of that game their key players their dangerous players a full scouting report on Leipzig is going to drop on that podcast Stephen and I will be bringing you live match build up Melee 
will be over in Leipzig. We'll have an at the match podcast. Correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> on the ground. On the what's the Leipzig Stadium called? It's probably called the Red Bull Arena or something, isn't it? It's <laughs> really boring anyway. We'll have a immediate match reaction from the Red Bull Arena. Lots happening on Patreon there. <laughs> um, Just made up. What, what did I make up <laughs> Red Bull Arena? Don't mention them again. We're still getting paid for this. Just stop <laughs> mentioning brand names. No, why can't I help it? Because that's why they do it, isn't it? <laughs> That's why they bloody do it. What, what's, what is it? What's, I don't, it might be that. Is it, if it's a good guess or is it just in the back of your head? Well, what I want you to do is, will you two discuss the game further, come up with an opinion on it? Melly, do you think we'll get anything out of the game? I'm going to Google it. <laughs> Six mentions of Red Bull on this one. And counting. Get in touch. No danger. Red, uh, <laughs> Dragon soup and all that. You taking that? Take who's, that? Uh, who's that wee 89p sugar-free <laughs> company that I, that I use? Get in touch. That's, that's more of <laughs> that. <even name. laughs> that's, that's more of that. Nice. We should be drinking it. We should all like that. I've seen it at Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, we're girls head to toe in Reebok. Melly, you think we'll get something? There's another one. <laughs> you think we'll get something out of this game? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to taking my Ryanair flight over and seeing what we can get. <laughs> uh, get out of this. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it really does come down to Carter Vickers being there or not for me. I don't. I don't just think it's like, physically, but psychologically the the massive blow that could be or the massive high that could put Celtic on it just it makes everything a lot better I think we can attack them I think we can score against them the only thing I'd worry about is the defence and if Cameron Carter-Vickers there I'll not be as worrying as much as I would Can I just tell you that RB Leipzig doesn't actually stand for Red Bull Rassen yeah, It's ah, actually Rassen stands for Rassen Ball so I was wrong to name Red Bull there I shouldn't have ever dropped Red Bull's name on the podcast <laughs> for absolutely nothing but I can confirm the stadium is called the Red Bull Arena <laughs> <laughs> Get up you even question me I'm on podcast Stephen Where do we go from here Any more brands we but want to see, To be honest there's no way they're going to buy over a football club and not name the stadium yeah, after true. themselves. Uh, we're down, we're getting into the weeds of it now, but there was a weird legal thing where they started to distance themselves. Remember, yeah. there was Salzburg as well. Oh, they, they, they weren't allowed to own two competing clubs in in the Champions League or something like that, so they distanced themselves, and that's where the Racing Ball Sport ah, right, comes from. Just left anyway. the stadium name, but yes. yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. That was an oversight, wasn't it? <laughs> we just left that big brand right across the stadium. <laughs> But uh, this is going to be very, very difficult. I'm confident in a in a way because you know we know how good the Celtic team are when they're fit and firing and all that. Uh, we've had a bit of a blip over the last couple of weeks, but another way to look at the Motherwell game is that they didn't play that well, but still get the the win. Yeah. There's two completely different ways to frame a win such as that. You could say that it was disappointing, a little bit turgid. But also the big cliche is that's that's why we're champions. Mm. It's, it's because you're able to win a game like that. So you can only hope that that kind of blew the cobwebs off a bit and uh, and allowed Celtic to to hit top form again. Selection is going to be massive. Melly's already said, and so and so have I. It's going to be huge. Depending on what defence we can put together, I think the rest of the team almost picks itself, save for the the debate over. Maida and Haksabanovic and Abada mm. that we've already discussed as well. I wouldn't be surprised to see any one of those names on it either. I wouldn't really. There's, there isn't a name that they could pick apart from Forrest. <laughs> they, they would absolutely like knock my socks off mm. with surprise. But I think the rest of the team is is pretty well established by now. But that defence is giving, giving me, you the jitters. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's, it's kind of again what you were speaking about earlier in the season. It's kind of what all we asked for. Celtic are going away to a German team, and we are not sitting here in the. Celtic Champions League away day 
fear. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're looking it. forward to the game and we're going, do you know what? We might be able to get something out of this. So, look, this is how far we've come in a year, as I've mentioned. We just won our first away game since February, that a year ago today, and now we're going into the Champions League competing and pretty confident. So I'm looking forward to it and... Uh, Bring it on, man! I, I'm, look, I'm really looking forward to. It. I want to see some of the players step up. I think a few of the players, Jota in particular, yeah. will be a wee bit disappointed about how he's performed in the Champions League. Give me his proper name, like Sports Sound. Jota. <laughs> ah, they, they still, they still manage that. On so I think Jota will be. I, I think this is going to represent a good opportunity for some players who have not been playing particularly well. Matt O'Reilly coming off the a, a pretty bad game, but he was sensational. He's been sensational yeah, in the Champions yeah, League right. for us. So I, I'm really looking to see the, the uprated performance from Celtic. Um, and I, as usual, I've just got, I've got faith in the manager, but what, what I desperately want, whilst I've got faith in the manager, I don't want this whole... Champions League experience to turn into a oh that was great but we didn't really make any impact whatsoever we we, we didn't qualify we didn't really get any good results in the road there's nothing really to talk about this, this is the game isn't it because mm. the Shakhtar game where we should have won it it's against Shakhtar in Warsaw it's not the Shakhtar with it, but this is the one in Germany where you can really go and people will take notice like you said and it's that game where you're going look Rangers Managed to get something off them, we can do it as well. It, it could be that pivotal game in this group, right in the middle, where we go, you know what, see if we win this game and we get take points in our two home games. Mm. Pretty much through it. Easy seeing it here, sitting yes. in a chair. <laughs> yeah. But I think this could be a game. I don't think it's win or bust, but if we win, we're right on our way. I, I don't think there's anything to fear because as much as they are one of the the new sort of new breed of European big teams, you know, they, they don't have much history, but they've mm. you know, invested an awful lot of money into it in recent years. They did have to change their manager very recently because they haven't had a good season. Now you could say that you know you might get a new manager bounce. The new manager is in now; he's been in for a handful of games and might be getting his ideas across. But I don't think they're going to cure all the ills of that in a mm. handful of games. They can clearly be got at. They do have. Goals in the team, of course, they, they do have Nkunku, who I've already mentioned. Timo Werner was a huge flop at Chelsea, but what does that really mean in yeah. this day and age? I mean, better strikers than him have come and gone at Chelsea and not really pulled up any trees, so he's going to be a danger as well. I think that they are a good team, but I think there are reasons to be quite confident about this, even with the reservations you know, <laughs> that I hold over Celtic's <laughs> capabilities at the back uh, in this game, depending on, on lineup. But I think we've got reason to, to go there and, and try and get a result. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> 20 Minute Tim said so thank you so much for joining us on this episode of 20 Minute Times if you watch us on YouTube please hit subscribe if you want more content from us please check out patreon.com slash 20 Minute Tims but thank you for watching and listening Small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat, rounded, textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage 
for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.